This is the Up For Grabs podcast. My name is Derek Spivey and I'm the host of the podcast. I'm here with my thoughts and a couple of my friends today to discuss Big Brother US Season 20. Now before we get started actually breaking down the season with you guys, I'd like to go ahead and say something really quick. I can't believe that we have come this far with this show. 20 seasons is a really, really awesome milestone to reach. And so I just want to take a second to thank CBS and the producers and the competitions people, the live feeds people, the casting people, everyone that helps put this show together. You know, a lot of really, really great shows go five seasons, eight seasons, maybe even 10 seasons, but 20 seasons is just so incredible. And I know how much it takes to put on a show like Big Brother. So thank you everyone who's involved with the show and thank you for spoiling me for so many seasons now. You know, every season I think I couldn't possibly get more excited for the next season. But as soon as the summer starts rolling around, the weather starts heating up, I start thinking about Big Brother and reading preseason hype rumors and casting rumors, and I just get more and more excited. And so here's to hoping that this season is the greatest season in Big Brother history. And without further ado, let's go ahead and do introductions. Here with me is a good friend and co-worker, John Gordon. John, what's up, dude? Not much. It's uh, great to be the world teacher champ again. <laughs> yes, he is the reigning champion, but uh, one of his contenders here is also with me. You guys, I'm sure remember him from last year as well. He's another good friend and co-worker, Dustin Griffith. Dustin, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? Glad to be here. It'll be a fun season. <laughs> you guys are super hyped about the season, as I'm sure all of you are at this point. Uh, with those intros out of the way, let's go ahead and start talking about this cast and everything that we've seen so far. We are two HOH competitions in. We saw Caitlin win last night in what was a pretty huge split vote to kick off the season. I'm really excited about a lot of things that we've seen so far in the show. I'm excited about what I'm seeing with this cast. I have pretty strong feelings about everyone at this point, which is a really great thing. And uh, I'm excited to break down all these people and everything that's happened so far this season. So can you guys go ahead and start off just giving me some of your first impressions? Like, what are you all thinking at this stage? I think we have a really solid cast. Um, I'm pretty impressed with a lot of people and pretty let down with a lot of people, which is cool because usually we have that split. Um, and people, I think, are really fitting into either one or the other, um, which is awesome. I don't like people to float in the middle or to not have a strong opinion on somebody. Um, standouts for me, my two picks are Angela and Brett. And uh, I'm pretty, I really like the how people are perceiving Angela at this point. She's a little bit too much of a threat for my taste, but um, I like that people view her as a powerhouse. Um, Brett is a little bit more flying under the radar, at least from what I've seen, um, which is good because I think he'll kick it into overdrive at the end, um, pull the trigger on a few things, and could definitely win. Brett, to me, looks like he would slam a couple monsters in the morning <laughs> and then, uh, get in his F-150 and drive to work. He does not look like an IT security guy to me, which no. is supposedly his job, but probably saying not you anymore. can't be a bro and be an IT guy? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm exactly <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Uh, Angela, I agree. She's a powerhouse. I wish I picked her. Uh, the two most disappointing to me are actually my two picks. <laughs> All right, let's get into your picks. Who did you pick, John? Uh, Miss Robot herself, Sam. Um, 
She is playing a little too aggressive for my liking. And then Chris, who is supposedly running the house. Swaggy C, you're not swaggy. (laughs) (laughs) Leave leave it to Swaggy P. Oh, my God. So are you saying that you're personally responsible for giving Sam the power-up this week just because you picked her, so you just threw as many votes? I voted 10,000 times. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you told everyone... All of your millions of Twitter followers as well. As <laughs> I, a follower. I have millions of Twitter followers. But millions, I mean, what, 110. So what do you feel like, I mean, because obviously she's underperformed in a lot of ways, but with the power, she's going to at least last until jury, it looks like. So does that give you any hope that she can turn it around, or are you pretty much selling all of your Sam stock? I'm selling my Sam stock because it sounds like it's a chance to come back. It's not a guaranteed chance, and I do not feel like she can win a competition to come back. She struggled a little in her comps. Uh, she got pretty close on the veto. I mean, she got she got pretty far. Um, but, yeah, she's not a strong performer. I, I She stresses me out, man. Like, my wife loves her, but I really – I've seen nothing from her that can make me like her performance or even her personality. She drives me freaking crazy. You guys may not be aware of this, but Julie Chen announced yesterday, CBS released a statement as well that said that – uh, Sam was going to be able to come back in the house after performing a task that Big Brother had, I guess, pre-planned for her. So we don't know what the task was, but at least we know she wouldn't have had to have won a competition. So it may have been something like, uh, or, or maybe it was a competition. She had to beat Fessy at a vegan ham-eating contest or something. In that oh case, my gosh. <laughs> in that case, I don't know how she would fare. But... Uh, I, you know, I would be really curious to see what the task was because my guess is that they didn't uh, take into account the actual player and their skill set before designing that task. So I think Sam is one of those people that if it's very physical at all, she's probably going to do really poorly at, but uh, some other things that she could do well at. I mean, I think she has some upside. We just haven't been able to see any of it yet as far as, you know, from a competitive standpoint. Uh, as far as her social game goes... I mean, we haven't had a chance to see much of that either yet because she's been a freaking robot the whole game. So, I don't know. I mean, does that give you guys any kind of promise toward her? I mean, I guess it's better that it was a task instead of a competition. But I don't think she could have beat the Hamazonian himself in in a ham-eating contest. I mean, so far the best thing, I mean, she's outperforming everyone on being a robot at this point, and that's about it. She's got that. And being obnoxious, I don't know. No, I'm not super sold, but I do have a question. This competition, like, so wasn't the wasn't the th- stipulation here that like if it's not used by something like the fourth eviction, that that person automatically gets that opportunity? Yes. So it is possible since Sam's still in the game, if she's not evicted, I don't know if she would. I guess just either have the decision to pick from their four people who've been out of the house up to that point and give them the power or if she'd only have the option to give it to the fourth evicted house guest i'm not really sure i am really hoping that at some point cbs actually divulges all of these details to us because i think there would be a lot of strategy that could be had just with that one power and i mean of course we're going to have several other powers unleashed on the house that you know some of them may be immediate but others may actually have an expiration date similar to this one so there could be a lot of game left to be had with just this twist alone and with the other twists and i think now that uh tyler knows about her power and also you guys aren't aware of this he told his entire alliance uh level six about the power i don't think sam even knows that he told them yet 
I think there's a lot of different options that the house has to leverage this power in the game. So, so my dream scenario here is fourth person out is JC, and the pre-made competition is a dunk competition, and I just <laughs> I just want to watch. I don't even care if he makes one. <laughs> oh my god! So do you think they would give him a trampoline for this dunk competition? <laughs> They've given him, like, pedestals and stuff for some competitions. Did you guys notice that that pedestal was basically for JC yesterday, but then the next, like, three people in line continue to use it because they didn't know what to do with it? Sam couldn't move it? Yeah, Sam was, like, needing help, which, by the way, usually the random ball-tossing competition that they have each season is not uh, so awkward to, to use. I mean, the house guests all got to practice it, but it looked like they definitely didn't expect for the ball to get stuck at the top of the ramp, like... We had to wait like 30 seconds for each house guest to roll it. I didn't understand what was going on, and I can't believe we didn't get a million uh, please hurry ups from Julie because uh, it was taking <laughs> forever to see how that played out. I, what I didn't like about that competition is that it looked like it was way too hard to get it into the numbers, and I felt like in past years it was easier to get a number. I think we only had, what, three people get numbers? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. It looked like the walls were super low on the little boxes that they get going to, so easy to bounce out. And they everybody hit in the street. It's just too much street and not enough like place to score. I think what they needed to do is just create some kind of backboard so that the ball would at least have a chance to bounce back off of something and yeah. back into the field of play because a lot of people were just overshooting it. Um, but, yeah, it worked out. I mean, I'm pretty happy with the result, honestly. So kind of just sounds like we're ready for basketball season. Dunking <laughs> contests, backboards. I don't know about the recent uh, NBA free agency, how hyped I am about basketball season <laughs> now. But um, I was going to ask you guys, what would you think about season 21 being all a robots cast? Oh, my God. Do we get to pick who comes back as a robot? Let's say it's all stars, but it's all robots. Oh, man. Who would make the best robot? Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin always at the Frankie hot takes over here. My gosh. I, I can't think of who I think would be the best robot. I mean, I don't think Paul would because... Or Cody. Cody, Cody is a robot. Yeah, yeah Cody. Cody would be pretty solid. Just bring back Jody. I, I think... Jobot. Uh, it would be interesting <laughs> to level the playing field. You know, a lot of these men and women have relied on their ability to uh, woo other house guests and romantically... And uh, it would definitely be a season without any showmances. <laughs> it would be kind of funny to see play out. Or there's lots of showmances. Hey. Depends on, like, what the robots look like, I guess. Sh <laughs> Sam's not super hot, but I, I don't know. Might be able to make some progress well, We saw Sam roll out in a bikini in the backyard. So. That's true. That scandalous. <laughs> Stepped it up a notch. Uh, you said scandalous. Maybe it was sam <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bell? All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this twist. We've been going in and around it a, a little bit. I, you know, there's no, probably not much to say about the Amazon thing. I think it was funny, and I'm glad that it didn't affect gameplay. I like the idea of a punishment that kind of screws over the house guests, but more makes them just the butt of a joke is instead of actually like ruining their game like the robot one yeah that the robot and the rainbow unitard thing were terrible i didn't like it it like sabotaged their game from the very start and now they're gonna have an uphill climb if they want to get any type of social game going on the rainbow unitard um could have been actually a win for rockstar 
And, I, and that's something I think CBS <laughs> did wrong, is never choose an outfit that someone's actually going to enjoy. Yeah. Well, yeah, when Casey shed the rainbow layers yesterday, uh, she actually got to keep it immediately, which a lot of times, sometimes house guests have to turn in their unitards. But yeah, Angie would still be in it. Like if CBS yeah, yeah. told her to get out, she'd be like, mm, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm just going to wear the rest of the season. <laughs> Uh, Angie is, she's something. She is a strange duck. I, I mean, she's fun to watch, and I think she'll add some excitement to the house because I think she's somebody who can fly off the whim pretty easily. We just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for her to have a couple of pretty huge blow-ups. Like, I could see her and Winston, like, really going at it. So, Yeah, big... her against the dude bros. Yeah, <laughs> and Big Brother 10, there was a young punk guy, kind of shaped like Brett. His name is Jesse Goddard. He's kind of a Big Brother legend. Um, Mr. Pectacular, I don't know if you guys okay. have ever heard oh, yeah. of him. Yeah. So Mr. Pectacular really butted heads with the older lady in the house uh, in his season. They had a couple of enormous fights. So it would be funny to see Angie go at it. She's not quite as old, but uh, definitely probably clashes culturally with some of these guys, and I could see them really um, having to fight it out. I think as weird as Angie is, she's nothing compared to Caitlyn. Caitlyn is a space cadet extraordinaire and so weird with everything that comes out of her mouth. Like the dove thing, really, like, I had no idea what to even say. It was a white dove on top of a fence. It was Lou. <laughs> Lou is his name. Who the hell thinks that's Lou? <laughs> Caitlyn does. Uh, are we sure it's a dove? Because it might have been a pigeon, right? Didn't Scotty identify yeah. it as a pigeon? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was a pigeon. <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. Um, well, I think that the power-up thing is going to be very interesting just because the house guests don't have any idea of the details until they're actually in the room. So I like that we aren't really aware of everything yet, and it adds a little bit of intrigue into the game. So... I like that there's options here, and I feel like there's more options than there are weeks in the house. So one of the powers won't even get used. It'll be interesting to see if that's really how it shakes down and if we even get to see what that other power was going to do in the game. So has CBS come out and said it's going to be the same powers every week? Uh, yeah, you mean the, the, the yeah. pool to pick from? I think it'll be the remaining options. They're not going to be able to recycle any of the picks. So Amazon's away and this uh, buyback Bonus option's life. away. Bonus life, yeah. Okay. I, w I was hoping they'd come up with, like, new ones every week, which would be kind of crazy. But uh, the the buyback or, or the one-up that uh, Sam got is, I think, is very powerful for her. And I think it's a chance for the the six, I think is what they call themselves. Level six. L level six, yeah. Level six uh, to actually bring her in and use her in the alliance for the next couple weeks until it's over with. Yeah, what's pretty amazing is that uh, Tyler was really the only one that worked on Sam a lot in the entire house. I mean, no one ever really tried to connect with her much. In fact, Sam probably spent the most time talking with Caitlin, and that's just because they butted heads a lot. So <laughs> once their first conversation went a little sideways, uh, Sam had to continually work on her and never really got through to her. So that was a pretty huge fail. But I think it's so easy in Big Brother to find the person who's a little bit on the outs and just pull them in. Don't waste all of your energy uh, working on that person because if they end up going home then that's a bust but I think that you should at least try to connect with them more than anyone else because it's so easy once they feel a little bit isolated to just reel them right in and that's what Tyler did perfectly we definitely saw that with Caitlin towards the end of the last episode too she I think you said that she was on the fence for like 
two, up to two hours before the yeah. live show and then just got reeled in super easily. I mean, that's a very good point because last year the guy who won was that person. He was on the outside the entire time. Uh, Josh 2.0 Fessy. Uh, but Josh thought he was running the game the entire time. He did. Time. He, he, he was running the game. It definitely wasn't Paul. <laughs> well, but it is a good play to do that. So I kind of see Sam, if she makes it a little ways, um, and Tyler being similar to a Frank and Bridget combo where, of course, Bridget wasn't really able to win very many comps, but um, she had a little bit of social equity with the women in the house and extended Frank's game just a little bit. Uh, what I worry about, though, is that Tyler and uh, Sam will become too, too uh, prominent of a pair in the house, and Tyler will be seen as a much larger threat in that pair and will eventually be targeted. Uh, so he does need to keep his distance from Sam just a little bit, but I do like that uh, he's found somewhat of a connection with her. Yeah, Tyler's been the most impressive to me this this show so far. I did not think he was going to be smart or very good gameplay, yeah. um, but he has been phenomenal. His social game's awesome. He's good at competitions. He's unfortunately, a really good decision maker yeah, to him. Unfortunately, I think that's going to make him a threat. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he continues to try to win a lot of competitions. I would love to see him lay back for a few weeks because I think based on where he stands in the house right now, if he were to lay back, he'd probably at least coast to jury. Um, yep. We know he's 23, super fit. He's really sharp. Like He's probably got a lot of upside to be able to win in almost any comp he wants to. Um, I mean, when I look at these guys, I'm like, yeah, he could probably compete physically with any of them. Uh, when I think about how smart he is, I'm like, I don't know if anyone else in the house is smarter than him yet. I mean, we haven't really seen Rachel compete very much, but um, I, mean, I don't really know what all competition he's going to have with with uh, winning comps. So if he would just lay low a little while, I think that could really extend his life in the game. I agree. I think I think we've seen him start to do that too because he's already making good judgment calls on like he tried to he was going to throw the last round of the veto to to Fessy so that. He didn't have to pull the trigger or, or make that play um, to keep Noms the same or to put up, I guess, Bailey was going to be his choice. So I think he's I think he is a good decision maker, and he's already thinking about not being that dominant player, kind of like Swaggy's been turning into. Do you guys think that uh, Tyler's been the biggest surprise so far with this cast? I mean, John, I know you said he surprised you, but... Any other surprises you could think uh, of that maybe? Yeah, the biggest surprise is actually how short JC is. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I heard he was short, but I didn't expect him to be shorter than all the females in the house. I think every time he comes on the live feeds, Olivia is like, so like I don't get it. Like he's really short. I'm like, yeah, he's just short. I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it. I don't know why. I don't think he's actually talked about his height much yet on the feed. So it'll be interesting to see if there's much of a story there, but. I love the fact that they've cast someone as large as Fessy and as small as JC in the same season. It's hilarious seeing them together, but also I think from a competitive standpoint, it'll create some really interesting scenarios in some of these comps because just like Survivor and other reality shows we see, there are very few competitions that are actually scaled to size. You know, they may create some kind of like stool for JC to stand on or whatever, but I mean, some of these comps is definitely an advantage of being taller or smaller. For example, I think the wall endurance comp that's Big Brother Classic, I think Jay-Z is going to have a huge advantage just because of his center of gravity being so low. So, uh, you know, I know we were joking about Jay-Z, but I like him as a cast member. Of course, with his energy as well, makes him 
a very interesting character. Um, I don't know, Dustin, do you have any comments to add on to that? I think JC just in general was a big surprise to me because, number one, I thought I was going to be really annoyed by him, and I'm not. I kind of like him. I think he's funny. Um, number two, I had no idea he had such a thick accent, and I think he's been trolled several times on, like, having to deliver the lines on that competition about not being understandable. I think it was Swaggy, <laughs> Swaggy that said he didn't have a clue what he was saying. Um, and then, like, just how much how likable he is. I mean, I kind of thought he was just going to be the little obnoxious guy, but he's really not. He's I think he's been embraced by the cast, and everybody likes him. I mean, the wall comp was historically James's comp. Yeah. And he is shorter than James, but I think that's pretty good comparison pl- as a player. Agreed. He's Agreed. Str- probably stronger than James, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Doesn't have Natalie hold him down. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Hey-o. I think that uh, I think JC has been very interesting. Another person I've been surprised at, kind of in a negative light, is Winston. I feel like in his interviews he came across as pretty sharp. He'd seen a lot of the game, at least in recent seasons. Um, he'd binge-watched a lot of stuff. And he just seemed like a really solid uh, social player that would be able to connect with a lot of people in the house. And he's probably the second most hated house guest behind Swaggy C right now in the house. So that's been shocking to me. Um, I'm really surprised how poorly he's connected with the women in the house. Yeah. I thought he would be able to play that card pretty well, and a lot of the women just aren't feeling Winston. I don't know. You guys have any thoughts to add on to his game? I mean, I haven't seen too much of him to know what I feel about him, but are you predicting right now that uh, he's going to be the next big loser? <laughs> Did not the biggest loser. The biggest loser. That's definitely Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that Winston has a great chance of going on the block this week. Despite Caitlin having voted with him and his alliance that he helped create, I think that if she decides to make a big move, I could see Brett and Winston both going up on the block together. Um, and I could also see Winston going up without Brett just because he's so hated by the house. If Caitlin lets people speak their mind and really tell her who should go up this week, I think Winston will be a very popular name thrown in the hat. Well, it's not going to be her HOH. Because she's not going to be able to make that decision. Yeah. I was really looking forward to Winston and Brett kind of being a Derek and Cody duo. Um, I thought they had the chance to, and I really, so far, I'm surprised at how little airtime they've gotten, which probably means they're just not doing much. Um, But I agree. I think Caitlin with her HOH this week, especially um, if Swaggy has anything to say about it, she's going to put up big targets or targets that have the potential to be big like Winston and Brett I can definitely see that happening and I really can definitely see Caitlin being manipulated by whoever has a strong personality to advise on who to put up well you know Fessy's definitely going to be in her ear a lot because he's trying to spend all week in that HOH bed with her (laughs) Um, I think that we have missed out on the Derek and Cody 2.0 with Steve going home I mean Steve was the model of Derek just a few years older Uh, so we really (laughs) We really missed that window of opportunity. Uh, maybe I guess that would make Scotty the uh, Cody of the season. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that ends up faring. But no, I think Winston and Brett are an interesting duo. I just don't think that they have a good enough grasp on the game to really be able to run anything. Uh, and with how strong Tyler's come out of the gate, I think he'll definitely be the predominant uh, male figure in the house. And then I think Chris or Swaggy C will always consider himself to be the alpha male of the house so as long as he's in the game uh brett and winston will probably not ever have the opportunity to really 
step up and run the game. I agree. Um, Tyler, I think you're right. I think he's probably going to be the the man to beat for a while. Um, Swaggy, I can see him getting himself eliminated by making bad decisions and making huge plays. So um, I don't know. I'd love to see one of either Brett or Winston step up and kind of uh, make a name for themselves, but I haven't seen it yet. So looking at the rest of this cast, uh, Maybe we've reviewed the surprises already, but who has let us down and who are we really loving other than Tyler? And I guess we talked about JC a little bit, but anyone else standing out to you guys? I hate Bailey. I hate her. And so does my wife. So I feel validated. Hates, but she hates a strong word. I hate her. She's so annoying. And she has like, she overreacts to literally everything. Literally, literally everything. Literally. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like Bailey either. Um, but I think the one that I find most annoying is Swaggy C. Yeah, he's he, been pretty bad so far. <laughs> he just plays way too strong, and then he has crazy talks with himself late at night <laughs> looking at, at the camera. <laughs> yeah, he definitely talks to himself a lot more than I thought he would. It's not even, it's not even the final 10 when that's like something to do. This is, there's 20 other people, or not 20, 15 other people in the house, and you're sitting there talking to a camera. Yeah, it's it's pretty strange that uh, he spends as much time talking to himself as he does. It's almost like he just likes hearing himself talk, or maybe he thinks that if he talks out his game out loud that it'll be a little more solid of a plan. I mean, nothing he's really said to himself has been that profound, so it's kind of funny listening to him just talk out loud to himself. Does he do it more on the live feeds? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's brutal. I think it's just that he has multiple personalities. I mean, he refers to himself as Swaggy C, talks about Swaggy C, talks to Swaggy C. He, I don't know, he's just weird. One thing that I find most surprising so far this summer is that I really thought Angela and Rachel would be extremely strong personalities and strong women in the game, and they may end up still being that. We haven't seen enough of them to know exactly what they'll end up becoming in the game, but I think that Caitlin and Haley have definitely been uh, bigger leaders, at least amongst the women in the house. Um, and that's really surprised me. I did not see that in Haley just based on her age. And Caitlin, I mean, I guess I could have seen her being super vocal, but it seems like a lot of people do look to her, uh, I guess because of maybe her life coach title and the way that she's leading people through like meditations and talking about their lives a lot. Maybe people are looking up to her more than I uh, estimated originally, but I'm really surprised to see Angela and Rachel a little bit more behind the scenes than they stand right now. I think Angela and Rachel are being wise to not step out right yet because um, I think they have the tools to be the strong uh, women pair at the end. Um, I think Caitlin and Haley are a little flaky or a little, um, I don't know, unassuming to where they just want their personality to come out and connect with everyone right up front. But I don't see them making any huge plays or wise decisions in the long run. I think that'll be Angela and Rachel as uh, coming into their own towards the end. I agree with you because they're both trying to couple up with Fessy. If they weren't yeah. both weren't trying to couple up and become a showmance, they would probably make it farther than they will, which is why I think Angela and Rachel are the smarter pair to bet on. I would agree with that. They're in a great spot right now, so it'll be interesting to see if they can stay safe and if their alliance can hold power, and then hopefully they'd be able to make some moves mid-game to really position themselves for the long haul. I'm not really sure what they're doing right now to get themselves there, but maybe that's the safest bet right now. Um, what predictions do you guys have for Caitlyn's HOH? You know, She was sort of left in the middle of the house at the time that she cast that 
uh, vote to evict Steve and, and shocked her other side of the house, the alliance that she named, Faute. So do you guys see her riding with the Level 6 alliance, or do you see her kind of floating back towards Faute? Or what would you like to see from her HOH this week? I think the decision's ultimately going to come down to whoever ends up coupling up with her this week. If they end up coupling up with her this week, then that's who's probably going to go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I really. She had a lot riding on her relationship with Fessy. I was kind of surprised to see how badly she reacted to him hanging out with Haley, and just jumped sh- ships super quickly. So I kind of think that she's so emotional that that's going to be a sore spot, and I think she's going to gravitate to the other side of the house. That's my initial prediction is that she's going to go to the level six and then they're just going to slowly pick off the uh, foul tip group. (laughs) (laughs) Foul tip. I think Caitlin and Haley both have the opportunity to make it pretty far in the game, but not together. I think one of them is going to have to go home probably pre-jury for either of the other two to make it very far just based on the tension that's already been created through the, the love triangle with Fessy. So... I don't know exactly who I think would have the potential to make it further. I think Haley has played a pretty sweet game so far, and I think she also has maybe more of an easy connection into the level six alliance just based on uh, potential romantic interests between Winston and Brett. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, you mean Winston and Brett romantically involved with each other? Or no, with Haley. With oh, Haley. Okay. Um, threesome? Yeah, I think both of those guys would go for her, but, I mean, Fessy's got her locked down right now, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, any of that ends up uh, stirring up over the coming weeks. But I do think that uh, both of them have potential to make it pretty far in the game. And we haven't said Casey's name, but I actually really like where she's positioned. Right now she may be a lock for Final Five, but I did hear on a podcast this week that uh, Dominique was looking like a pretty sweet bet to make it far in the game last season and ended up going home week three. So... As long as Casey can lay low, I think she's all right. Uh, she needs to not call anyone a snake <laughs> um, because <laughs> that was Dominique's downfall last season. But uh, I actually think she's a solid bet for late game. She can just keep it going. One of the things I think that Big Brother missed out this, this, this season is the fact that it's season 20, and they have 16 people, and they didn't bring anybody back. Yeah, I agree. I thought there was some, and there may still be some plan or some rumor that there were going to be 20 slots for house guests, um, but I have yet to see or hear anything about that further. Well, I need CBS to at least acknowledge that it's the 20th season somehow, some way. They said that they were going to bring back some old classic Big Brother comps, but I mean, we haven't really seen anything new yet from the house other than the robot, which was pretty creative, but... Uh, they definitely weren't trying to to make that any kind of celebration of being a 20th season. And they did very little on the premiere to acknowledge the house guests that had been visiting as well from prior seasons. So I'm really hoping we see something just because I think 20 seasons is such an incredible milestone for the show. And they really have an opportunity to do something cool and fun. Not necessarily that's going to ruin the game, like bring back a million vets or anything uh, stupid. But uh, I would like to see a little bit of something just because it is such a special season. Maybe a showmance between Sam and Zingbot. Uh, well, you were talking about Brett and Winston getting together. That'd be pretty epic. That would be. I mean, JC, you can throw him in there, too. <laughs> I'm sure he would love to be in the mix for that. <laughs> what, what I think they could do is just bring back Paul to final win. Oh, Finally win yeah. one. He needs to win one. He should have won tired two of Paul. I'm tired of Paul. We need to end this podcast. It's, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting pretty bad. Uh, 
I appreciate you guys joining me today. It was fun to finally uh, get to talk about the season. I hope to do another podcast with y'all this week. And hopefully we can get Justin on, even though Justin has moved to another company. We'd still like to keep him in the loop for these podcasts this season. So in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to today's first episode of the season of Big Brother 20 and the Up for Grabs podcast. We're definitely looking forward to creating some additional content for you all and covering the season a little bit more in depth in the coming weeks. But until then, happy Big Brother watching.